up? I'm Jamin. What? I'm so confused what's happening. But I'm Casey. I'm uncomfortable. I thought I'd go with the more casual hangout session today. Hi, was y'all. this your radio voice? No, no, it was not. When I live, lived, when I worked in Dearborn, there was this guy who came on the radio all the time. I was like, welcome everybody. Sitting down by the fire. Getting ready to drink our hot chocolate and listen to some Christmas music. Anyways, it's good to have you here. Anybody? No, you never had this? I mean, I understand what you're doing now is now called Deep Voice ASMR, but... I don't think that's a thing. Um, that still is a thing. I don't like it, whatever you just said. Anyways, welcome to Jackson Cloud. Apparently I'll talk like I usually do because nobody... We prefer it. <laughs> so what we're going to talk about today... Um, is a... Still not a thing, don't do it. Nope. Is the red horse. I mean the second horse. Jesus opens the second seal. The second seal. The second seal. And I heard the second living creature say, Come. And out came another horse, bright red. Its rider was permitted to take peace from the earth so that people should slay one another. And he was given a great sword. Sword. Which is a sword, for those of you that don't understand Javen speak. Yep. Indubitably. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the red horse men here. The second one, right? Our first one represented what? Conquering and to conquer. (laughs) Lots and lots of... Some good... Not even good. Some conquering followed by an afternoon snack of conquering. Yes, that that was more or less the first horseman. So we concurred that it was conquering? We concurred that it was conquering... Consciously, we did that. And that's followed oh, by... Oh, that was good. No, it really wasn't. And that was followed by the second one. And the second one... The second one, I don't know about you, but it kind of feels like more of the same, right? <laughs> like, the first the first one, I guess, feels a little bit more like power and authority, royalty, oppressing downwards. And I guess the second one could possibly feel a little bit more like uh, um, societal people <laughs> society i guess is what you call it if the if the first one feels like oppression downward this mm-hmm. one feels like oppression sideways right this feels like rwandan genocide where suddenly it seems like peace is taken away in a moment and everybody's slaying one another this feels like uh nazi germany this feels like uh little bit of what we saw in the pandemic at least in in some of the more unhealthy ways where people are rising up and hurting each other versus trying to in love look for justice right so the continuation of of the world and society falling apart and chaos taking over continues here um what else stands out to you on on this one with the red horse well, for me, the take peace from the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that just mean he adds a lot of drama? I mean, that's the way that we've we've already assumed, at least I have assumed, and we've talked about in the last two episodes, that there's demonic qualities to these four horsemen. And that's usually how demons do work, is essentially like whisper in one of your ears, and then things just kind of rise up, and, and suddenly everybody's turning on one another, you know? 
Um, and I, I feel like, I don't know, it feels like reading this too soon after a pandemic. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Like, in, in the first Horseman, like, we really feel that right now with Russia and the Ukraine. In the second Horseman, we really felt this with just Republicans versus Democrats as everybody just suddenly, peace was taken away, everybody's voice was amplified, everybody's got something whispering in their ears, and suddenly people are showing up at rallies with nooses among so many other things. Suddenly you've got race, race, uh, not suddenly, this has been going on for a while, but suddenly like peaceful attempts to resolve this, like that's off the table and now everybody's kind of going for like more intense riots and, and more violence and more, more difficulty and justice becomes harder and harder to find in race and justice becomes harder and harder to find in politics and everybody's arguing. So yeah, this, this all feels a little too soon almost, but this isn't new either. Right. So I have a big stretch on this one. Okay. So think of it like, so they take peace from each other, which me thinks of like creating drama. Then they slay one another, which slay could be also, like, not the physical term of, like, killing, but I'm thinking more of, like, put down, bully, beat up. And then they think about they were given a great sword. Like, what if it's also, again, alluding to the mouth being the sword, and this could be, like, a form of mass bullying? Okay, so the way that you were... Well, first off, ways that we would interpret that Greek word for slay. Let's look at that. Slay is pronounced... Sfazo. Sfazo, which means slaughter, kill by violence, or slay. So, <laughs> okay. my first thought is that they're probably not just bullying each okay. other. <laughs> they're probably murdering each other. It's just, to me, that's like enough pieces fit to where like... To me, it just reminded me of Mean Girls. That's why it was like, that's in my head. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I'll Yeah, least... Mean Girls, except the scene where everyone's fighting each other. Well, I mean, there's in that the too. <laughs> well, I would give you... I would give you the idea that, like, demons whispering in your ears until suddenly people are turning on each other. I mean, even the ways that the Rwandan genocide is talked about, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, there are written accounts of people being like, yeah... They just came and handed me a sword, and I went next door to the neighbors and killed them. And I like my neighbors. I, you know, like it's just what you know. Like there's there's something beyond just like a physical scientific compulsion. There, there's like a intense. If you are not plugging into the right spirit, there is almost like this national little g god if you will that just absorbed you in that moment and you listened like that doesn't make any sense i cannot foresee anyone on my street <laughs> you know just like knock knock hey here's a machete please go next door and kill the neighbors like who would follow that but that's the kind of thing well your neighbors apparently you need to move one of my neighbor i could see that happening but and it's not mine. I know. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> that can't be right. No, no. It's, it was the one that, like, we parked in the driveway and he yelled through the window, move that car or I will hit it. Oh. So that's... That's that. a pleasant neighbor. 
That was, that's the one that right, I Right, but even of. this lady, though, is like, I like, you know, I like my neighbors. My, their kids used to hang out. You know, like, that's just illogical. There's like a, there's another level of demonic compulsion on top of that. And when I say compulsion, I don't mean like, she's not guilty. No, like, she did it. She gave into it. This is actually why I really like the Wonder Woman movie, the first one. It's because I think it, while I know it's just kind of repainting Nazi Germany and like uh, they gave their hearts over to a false god. And as soon as the false god was destroyed, suddenly like there was this weight lifted off people's minds where they're like, what have we done? You know, is that really what Nazi Germany was like? Obviously, Wonder Woman's just fiction. But I think they did a good job at painting the Bible's perspective of the spiritual realm of people falling under a false god listening to the wrong thing and then just suddenly what are we doing like this doesn't even logically make sense and i fear at the end of the pandemic how many people are going to step back and like what have i done what i I said what you know like what was i listening to and i i I fear that especially within the church because the church is where i i most uh as a pastor the most my job is to talk to them about that kind of stuff, you know? So when I see people in the church listening to a false god, that's when I'm like, stop, you know? Like, you, you got to focus on Jesus. And if you don't, you never know when that, that second horseman of the apocalypse that comes along and whispers in your ear, as Casey says, takes peace from the earth so that people slay one another. That, that happens. That's happened all throughout history. And that's, that's the weirdness of this passage. They took peace from the earth. And then people slayed one another. It, it's like a setup, right? Yeah, so. Though I do think it's interesting what you said about the sword. Because we've been used to the sword so far as something that comes out of Jesus' mouth, right? Mm-hmm. So when Jesus speaks judgment, that's his weapon. And yeah, I think you have an interesting point. If John is trying to use the word sword... By mimicking Jesus, but like this isn't a sort of judgment, this is a sort of like slander, things like that. That would like, fit the Bible well, actually. Uh, who was it that said, um, in the tongue is the power of life and death? Was that John? John? Is that the New Testament? That's a proverb. What, what was it? Uh, the tongue is a deadly poison. Oh, it's James. Okay. Well, we can still work off of it. James 3, 8 here. Um, No human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Um, So, like, there's another example to what Casey's saying is, like, this isn't the tongue of Jesus when it's used in this way. It becomes a sword of a different kind. So, yeah, I wonder if John is using that word intentionally or not. Because it does seem... Otherwise, he's handing a great sword so that... People can slay each him. other, but yeah. it's... They're already slaying each other, then he's given the sword kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Other thoughts on uh, Second Horseman? Nope. Why is it red? Oh, yeah, okay, no. This is interesting that this one is, like, a very bright red. Like, it almost makes me feel like it's not, like, that brown red that horses naturally are, but, like, hmm. a stark red. Because when we looked at the Zachariah horse, it was, uh, what was the word? 
Um, it was dapple. Corum? No, not dapple. No, Sorrel. 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 And when we looked up that red, it was like a, a reddish a brown, brown, a reddish brown, bronzish kind yeah. of like, yeah, yeah. Whereas the this one, bright red, you're almost thinking like bloodshed, you know? Right. So it's almost like John has overemphasized the color. It's not sorrel anymore. Uh, he's taking it to a level of representing what. I mean, does that mean that the splashing of blood has come on the horse and stained it? It could. In this, yeah. Yeah, fiery red is another way. Fiery red, red flame covered, colored, tawny. <laughs> These would be other ways to uh, use this word. In case Casey's gonna love how this Greek word for fiery red sounds. Pyros. Yeah, pyros. Yeah, it's pyro, more or less. I'm sure that's where we get it in English, but it's the fire, fire. Like this is this is inflicting pain. It's burning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I think I would point out here is, uh, is I think there's an important word. Because, again, we're struggling. Like, Jesus is popping these seals, and then horrible things are happening to us. But what does it say here? It says, its rider was permitted to take peace from the earth. Which also implies what? It was allowed Permission. to. And also that it doesn't always have that permission. Right, mm-hmm. as though God has locked this thing up. Now, naturally, humans give themselves over to this thing all the time. We see it all throughout history. Yeah. And I will say this over and over again as we keep getting into all the violence that happens. This is what Walter Wink, who's a really smart scholar on the subject, would call the domination cycle. When domination shows up, it's this kind of satanic element of the principalities and powers of darkness, even though I don't know that he believed in that from a supernatural perspective. But he looks throughout history and it happens over and over and over again. Revelation has a cycle. And we've seen it all throughout history where the beast rises up, politician rises under it, affliction happens to Christians, the world finds itself in conquering, the world finds itself slaying one another. Like, people always look at this and they're like, oh, this must be the end times right now, it's all happening. It's like, this is actually a cycle that has happened... (laughs) Over and over and over again. One day it will happen to such an unbelievable extent on such a global scale that we will finally have reached like the cycle of cycles, if you will. But otherwise, just because you look out there and you see these things happening doesn't mean like this time's the time. Because this is the way that the enemy always works. John's giving us a glimpse also of like, this is just Satan's old tactics. He does it over and over again the same way. And I've seen this when I'm casting out demons. Guys, demons are not creative. <laughs> they have the same skills that they work in people over and over again. I want to lead this person to do this. Here's what worked on the last 200,000 people I did it before. And let's just capitalize on the same skills. This is the same thing. Satan does this all the time. It works all the time. But he doesn't get to do it at every last moment simply because God is a God of order. And uh, he doesn't just let chaos reign. He usually lets it in when we decide that's what we want. So people want to slay one another. And there's just violence and anger in everyone's minds. It's almost a sense like they've already worshipped the red horse. So here's the red horse. This is what you wanted, right? 
it's permitted to come and to your beckon to your call and then suddenly everybody's getting murdered which sounds intense to us but look throughout history this has happened over and over again so with that being said thanks for tuning in to this particular episode and be sure to check the discord don't asmr that's not what i was doing uh-huh no I'm that's just, not what you were I'm doing radio hosting uh-huh and like comment and subscribe down below and we'll see you there